When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. Okay, I was wrong. Very affordable. Very reasonable. Miraval Rosé, the Brad and Angelina wine you could get for $18. I see $16.99 at Total Wine. Oh. How about that? Let's get some delivered. Ooh, do they deliver? There's very yeah. Have you heard of COVID? There's a lot of like you can yeah. get oh. food and wine. Delivered. I think you have to. There's a, like a minimum though. You have to spend like a hundred bucks or something. I don't know. I don't know. We either. have uh, we have Ted Farrell from Haskell's on Twin Cities Live all the time. Yeah, and they're they're always talking about they do curbside. They'll deliver to your door. In fact, I believe uh, Teddy Farrell was telling me once that there have been times when push came to shove and there was wine that needed delivered. And there he is, Ted Farrell, the guy who owns the oh, joint, wow. owns Haskell, just delivering it to your door. Fabulous. He'll not want me telling you that because now people are going to be like, yeah, I'll take the Ted delivery special, please. Uh, Have Ted come <laughs> over, educate me on the wines and all I of that. I love it. That's awesome. You know, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should get into the wine business, Donna. Uh, what are we doing? Let's slap we our name on wine. something. We call it refrigerator wine. It's in a box. Done. Um, wine down. I don't Ooh. know, something. Valentine wine. Oh, Whoa. my God. Valentine wine. Donna Valentine wine. <laughs> that doesn't work. Steve, mm. Stephen Paterblanc. <laughs> Paterblanc. Steve Paterblanc. Paterblanc. Okay. Oh. I know. This Stephen is where Yon- everyone's making their Stephen money. Stephen Blanc. That's it. Sorry. That's it. That's it. Stephen Yon Blanc. That's what it is. Cabaret Savoyon. I remember hey. making a promo of that like 10 years ago. Yo, yes. Cabaret Savoyon. <laughs> when it comes time to order... Cabernet in a restaurant. You really have to commit to it. It's really not that hard to pronounce. Give it a whirl. Sauvignon. Sauvignon. Okay. Sauvignon. So now you've just... Sauvignon Blanc. Can I get the Sauvignon Blanc? Sauvignon Blanc. I mean, it sounds like you're holding your nose and you say, huh, can I get the Sauvignon Blanc? <laughs> By the way, shout out to Rocco, who's with us now. Yes, Rocco. Who was on Twin Cities Live at 4 yesterday. Yay. Rocco, did your wife enjoy seeing your pretty face on she television? Did. I actually haven't watched it yet, but my wife and child watched it, and they said I did okay. Awesome. <laughs> you <laughs> no, did they said, great. They said you it was were funny. Great. And, yeah, That's I didn't embarrass awesome. myself. I no, think. you were great. I am going to watch it today. Yeah, now you can I- watch it on the on the web. On the, on the interweb. Yeah, yeah. TwinCitiesLive.com. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to hit this button in the meantime. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. So, 
I have some information about who is the most successful songwriter of 2020. Most successful songwriter. The top songwriter. Um, and this is according to ranks across streaming landscapes type of thing. So most airplay and streams. Yes. And- yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, can we have a hint? Maybe the genre you would tell us. I would say uh, pop. Okay. It's uh, not Ed. I know you were thinking not that. Not Ed Sheeran. Not Taylor Swift. Nope. Actually, part of a duo that doesn't identify as a duo. Chain Smokers. No. Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, Garfunkel's fun to say. <laughs> that doesn't identify as a duo. I mean, what is happening? They don't happening? anymore. They broke up. No, so they are a current act, popular, but they go by the name of one person okay. in the duo. Okay, hang on a second. They're always together. They're related. They're related. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Um, is... She have green hair. Uh-huh. <gasps> yes, yes, great. Yes, great. Billie Eilish. Yes, her brother Phineas. Who's great. He's fabulous. He's very talented. So he worked good. on so many songs with artists like Halsey, Demi Lovato, Justin Bieber, Kid Cudi. And uh, so this new report indicates that he was the number one songwriter on Spotify in 2020. That's amazing. Wow. I got to tell you. When American Idol was on this year, and he came on as a right. as a mentor, he was so good. His voice, and then he Very sang nice. this duet. He sang this duet. He sang a duet, and he sang it on American Idol with a woman, and they sounded so good together. I don't remember what the name of the song was. I told myself I was going to instant download it, and I didn't. I just remember thinking, "Wow, he needs to sing more." He needs to sing. Yeah, he has a very nice voice. And he leans in fully. You know what's funny? How um, Billie Eilish feels like she's always giving us, and I mean this in a complimentary way, like we're always getting about 30% of her voice. Mm. I mean, you know, she's just, you could sing that way laying down in bed. He is just wringing the rag dry. You know what I mean? It's just, I'm getting all the moisture out of this cloth right here Mm. and right now. Hmm. Hey Rocco! Oh yes. boy, here we go. What do you want to hear? Could you pull up Phineas duet American Idol? Yeah, and scrub to like I don't know, whatever, man. A minute or thirty in. Uh, Just I remember, that. sounded good. Sorry, Donna. Do you remember what the was song was? Ash? It's okay, somebody named Ash. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Okay. Yash Queen. <laughs> sounded so that good. One. I don't remember what the name of it was or anything. I just remember hearing Phineas's voice. And saying, wow, that's just, that's very pleasant to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I just think it's good when things are pleasant. <laughs> uh, let's try this, maybe. Here we go. Uh, so is that from wow. a musical? It sounds like a musical. Is, it, is this from... Uh, sounds very queen. Les Mis. It is Les Mis, isn't it? Red, the blood of angry men. I don't think it's that song. Okay, fine. No, it is. <laughs> it did sound like a musical. <laughs> it did sound like a... Isn't that awesome? Yes. He's really good. Yash, Queen! <laughs> That's funny, Steve. You go to a beauty pageant, Sash Queen. Okay. Uh, Halsey's uh, <laughs> boob is guest starring on the cover of her next album. Oh, no. It's actually a really cool picture. She's holding a baby... 
with her bare breast assist exposed on the cover of the album, which is called If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. She says it's a concept album about the joys and horrors of pregnancy and childbirth. And she also said it was very important to her that the cover art conveyed the sentiment of her journey over the past few months. The dichotomy of Madonna and the the hoe. (laughs) That's what it says. It says the dichotomy of Madonna and the whore. I don't know how to comment. The idea that me as a sexual being and my body as a vessel and gift to my child are two concepts that can coexist peacefully and powerfully. I love that. Okay. And there's a bare breast for those that are into that. That's exactly right. And listen, if we're going to be adults about it, I understand. The breast serves two purposes. One, a sexual purpose, and the other, a life-giving purpose. Donna, why don't you ever look at me? When we I don't want to talk about sex. Well, you sex. were the one who chose. I don't either. But you put the story in. I don't want to. <laughs> Earlier she said, don't look at the picture if I'm in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and then she pulled it up on her computer and all I heard was like, don't look, don't look, don't look. Can it's I like when you? a sex scene comes on in a movie and you're with your parents. You're like, oh, Lord. This actually happened to me with the last person that lived with me. Um, he was like a 21-year-old kid. And we were sitting watching a movie or something, and then a sex scene came on, and I got up and I go, I am not watching sex with you. I think that's why And he started laughing, and I go, I'm serious. No. No, I'm leaving. I think you should always have a panic rock. Just so throw that if you're, yep, and destroy ah. it. Who cares? They're like three hundred bucks now. Get a new one. Save up. I don't care. Panic but rock. you can't be watching Cold Mountain and thinking you're just watching another Jude Law movie. And then when it happens, you just have to pulverize the situation. I love that. A panic rock. I'm writing that down. That's good. When we come back, oh my goodness! So there's this TikTok voice that if you if you're on TikTok, you hear this automated voice. What do you do? And the blah blah blah. There is some scandal behind the voice that is being used and the person who actually gave their voice to it. So if you're a TikToker, this will make sense. If not, I'll educate us all and let you know why maybe you should be standing with Bev when we come back. Who is Bev? (laughs) On the Don and Steve Show next. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on to my body. No, I slide them on. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. (laughs) Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high-performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on MYTALK 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with... DJ Rock Lobster. Clack, 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 clack. 
Doodle-rap. All right. That's all I got. Good job. Thank you, guys. Are you, either of you on TikTok? Nope. No. Okay. You? So there's a TikTok thing right now. I am, but I don't really do stuff on it. But occasionally I'll open it up and look at it. There right now is this feature on TikTok, which if you're familiar with TikTok, you know what I'm talking about. You type in text and then it will voice over. So if, if you were doing a video of like how to water your indoor plants, you could type it in and then it'll just how to water your indoor plants. But it's not an AI voice. It's an actual voice of a woman named Bev Standing. And back in 2018, she recorded about 10,000 sentences for the Chinese Institute of Acoustics, part of the Chinese Academy of Sciences, to be used in translations. Hmm. It's the only... China. TikTok is fake, and it's very harmful. All right. It's the only text-to-speech job she's ever performed. Fast forward to 2021, this from neverthevoice.com. The uh, TikTok is now using her recordings in text-to-speech applications without her permission. Oh, no. And now she's suing. Oh, no, Bev! Let's play a little bit of this story uh, from the National Canadian News Outlet. Here we go. Number two, the castle script. From her home studio, Bev Standing's voice goes round the world. When you sign up at Jocelyn Maine in TV commercials, you'll find furniture and decor for every design style and lifestyle. Online explainers. A well-designed cleaning and disinfection protocol is critical in keeping disease out of your facility. And more. She makes a living by being heard. Anywhere you hear a voice and don't see a face, it's kind of what I do. And now it seems she does a lot of this as well. Hi, TikTok. My name is Misty. How text messages go with my younger brother? Yo, sis. Yo, bro. Everyone started sending me these videos going, this is you, this is you, and that's how I found out. Without her knowledge, apparently using old recordings from another gig, Standing says social media giant TikTok lifted her voice <gasps> for its North American users. No. Anyone using TikTok can type a message in a post and have the app read it out loud. And Standing says that's her voice you hear. Standing says that's her voice you hear. Now it's the subject of a lawsuit filed in New York. Her lawyer claiming standing has suffered significant injury and irreparable harm, with TikTok depriving the defendant of the ability to control her reputation. Mm. Under copyright infringement, the maximum penalty is 150000 a day or per infringement. That could add up quickly. Okay. The talent oh. So, wow. uh, $150,000. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Per infringement, that's a lot of TikTok. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. And per day, yeah. Um, Whoa. I, I think, Hope, I think that TikTok needs to pay her. I hope that TikTok pays her considering how much money they're making because it is real it's very funny and i and i didn't know about this until today i have heard that text to speech though and it is it's just very funny because you know then they take all of these manipulated things that she says you put it in a sentence and that's yeah. why the the intonation in the, the inflection is yep. off but she should be getting paid for that absolutely and so I hope that they do the right thing. You don't think the please take the ticket lady is getting paid? <laughs> yeah. I mean, right? Right. Wait, is that you? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. I saw that and thought it was interesting. So I hope good things. So now people are doing, I believe it's hashtag stand with Bev. You, there aren't enough Bevs. Go get them, Bev. Go, Bev. We believe in you, Bev. I went to school with a Bev. They should pay her a million bucks. Beverly. Just... Flat fee? I think. Okay. I bet you she'd sure take that. Are sure her? I mean, they played the voice. It, I mean, it, it wasn't just some computer-generated voice they pulled out of I don't, some lab in well, I Silicon think, Valley. I think maybe they... I don't think that TikTok knew that they were necessarily doing it. It's probably... And there may even be, who knows, something in the agreement where it says this can be used for our purposes and by any third party that we go and enter a relationship with. You know, contracts are tricky that way. So maybe there is something that she didn't realize she was signing off to. My point would be TikTok is such a behemoth and it's making so much money. And then individual users are using her voice to get views and get relationships that monetize. I hope that she gets some money. The same thing happened to Susan Bennett, the original voice of Siri, recorded her voice in 2005 for a company called Siri. She was paid for her time in the studio. She had no say in the usage of her voice. Then Apple bought Siri and used the technology, of course, in their iPhones. Susan did not make a dime. She said, quote, I was flattered to be chosen to basically be the voice of Apple in North America, but having been chosen without my knowledge was strange, especially since my voice was on millions and millions of devices. There were series all over the world because, for instance, I don't speak Thai or Japanese. They had to have a native speakers. And all of the original series weren't paid for the usage. We were paid for the original recording sessions. Hey, come in 250 bucks for an hour. Just read a bunch of words kind wow. of a thing. But we weren't paid for being on all of those phones, which is a pretty big issue for us. Interesting. And it's kind of crummy. Really crummy. You know what I'm saying? Super crummy. Users, cheapskates. Boo! Hey, Donna, don't. Boo. No, no, no. Remember, they asked us to not boo people boo. on the air anymore. Okay. All right. Anyway. Good story, Steve. Thank you for uh, sharing. Yeah. That. So now you got to choose what you want to do with all that. By the way, uh, Disney World news. Disney Paris, Disneyland Paris uh, just rolled out a paid fast pass system that they bloggers seem to think is going to make its way to American theme parks. So hmm. Disneyland, Disney World could be having, instead of just a fast pass, get on and reserve it. And you go through the Disney app before your trip, months in advance prior to the pandemic, you reserve your times. Instead, now you pay even more money than already. The tickets are very expensive. How much are they? The tickets to get in are like 120-ish bucks. One, even for kids? 100 to 120. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Very expensive. You're not a bad dog. Oh, 
<laughs> Talking to Pluto. Yeah. Right? No, I'm more of a goofy kind of person. But Anyway, could get more expensive. But I say it's worth it, though. You've already spent all that money to go to Disney. Just Spend the extra it. couple hundred do bucks it. so Life that you're not short. waiting in line the whole time. Amen, bro. When we come back, what? it's time for a game. Give us a call right now. You, yes, you, can play 651-641-1071. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We'll all find out the topic together. You choose me or Donna, choose the right person, you win a prize. Call now, 651-641-1071. We're coming right back on Donna and Steve on my talk. You know what's tougher than working out? Working out alone. The YMCA is the perfect place to bring a workout buddy or find a trainer who can help you stay committed to your exercise schedule. When I'm chatting with a friend, my workout is more fun and goes by so much quicker. Grab a pal and join the Y by June 17th to get $10 enrollment and pay no dues until August. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. All right, we are back, and it is time to say hello to a little game. Time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, me. I want to see how smart you are. All right. How, uh, with the score, I think we're starting over again today, right? Zero yeah, zero. yeah. Come on, yep. man. Yeah. <laughs> What's a girl got to do to Who get on the... I, I did. Yeah, man, whatever. Okay, so it's one nothing, Donna, or something. Yeah, it doesn't um, matter. I'm did you winning. know that today is Kevin Bacon's birthday? Oh, the Baconator's probably, uh, what, 57? Let's find out, Donna. Any guesses? She'd probably guess about 55. Kevin Bacon's age. Uh, 60. 63 for the win, Donna. Wow. And that wraps up today's college. All right. <laughs> yeah, Nola, so let's bring on Jamie, because Jamie's going to decide which one of you knows more about uh, famous roles played by Kevin Bacon. Ooh. Right. Jamie, how you doing? Oh, dang. Hey, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty good. What are you going next, Jane? Jamie. It's Jamie. Oh, okay. But <laughs> where are you headed next? Like after this phone call, what's next on your Thursday agenda? Well, I am just trying to tie up a lot of loose ends today so I can head out of town for my class reunion this weekend. Oh, how oh, fun. fun. What is it, the uh, 20 year? No, you could keep going. Okay. All right. Well, listen, uh, <laughs> that's cool. Tell all of the survivors we said hello. <laughs> so well, we're almost there. It's the 40 years. Oh, that's hey. awesome. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that'll be so much fun. Well, we hope that we can get you started with a win. Would you like to team up with me or Donna Valentine in the category of Kevin Bacon Rolls? I will team up with Donna. Yeah! Ah, Donna, Donna. Mm. Have you ever had the Kevin Bacon Rolls at Toby's in Hinkley? That's, no. Really good. That's cute. Yeah. I just made that up. Oh, um, he sucked. Okay. Okay. So we'll put Jamie on hold. She okay. Donna. Steve left the building, right? Yes. Okay. God, I just, there's one movie that was really good, and I don't want you to ask that question. I hope not. I picked three with the tiebreaker. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how you do. Are you ready, Donna Valentine? No. Okay. We're going to start with this one. Current Showtime series where he plays a, a corrupt FBI veteran who takes on a family of armed car robbers. Mm, don't know. The 1990 film where he fights giant worm-like monsters hungry for human flesh. 
Mm, don't nobody know. <laughs> 1995 film where he plays backup command module pilot Jack Swigert. Apollo 13. And the second one, I think, is, let's just go Anaconda. Okay. And the first one was, uh, what? Current Showtime series where he plays a corrupt FBI oh, veteran. Shoot. I don't know. The Wire. Okay. And there we go. Let's see if Jamie... <laughs> Jamie, I need your help. ...knows anything about Kevin Bacon roles. We're looking for the current Showtime series that he's on right now where he plays a corrupt FBI veteran. Thoughts? I have no idea. The only thing I know about Kevin Bacon is Footloose. Yeah, that is the extent of my knowledge of Kevin Bacon. Well, we just lost, but <laughs> I'm sorry. So, no idea on the 1990 film where he fights giant worm-like monsters hungry for human flesh. Hmm. No, that sounds disgusting. It does. And uh, how do you feel about Donna's answer, Apollo 13, for where he plays command module pilot? Jack Swigert. Sure. Let's go with Sounds it. great. Okay. Okay, let's get Stevie Boy back in here. I'll put Jamie back on hold. Jamie, can you tell us what uh, high school you went to that you're attending the reunion for? I can. It's Oshkosh West in Oshkosh, Oshkosh Wisconsin. Mm. Okay, I know some people from Oshkosh. Uh, it's all right. Yeah, okay. I'm back. All right, uh, Stevie Boy, we'll see. Uh, JB, is yeah. that you? <laughs> That'll be oh like at the gosh. reunion. <laughs> um, all right, Steve, are you ready to take on some questions about the roles of Kevin Bacon? Yes. Do you know where he's from, by the way, Steve? Yeah, P- Punxsutawney. Yeah, maybe well, Philadelphia is what uh, Wikipedia says. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I can't believe I was that close. Yeah, very good. Okay, we're going to start with this one. Uh, can you name the current Showtime series he's on where he plays a corrupt FBI veteran who takes on a family of armored car robbers? Oh, gosh. Pork belly. Can you name the 1990 film where he fights giant worm-like monsters hungry for human flesh? Uh, pass. And can you name the 1995 film where he plays backup command module pilot Jack Swigert? Hoof? Hoof? Or pork belly? Jack Swigert. Uh. The Legend of Jimmy Swaggart. (laughs) So, uh, the We'll have to see how this shakes out. Yeah. You you took a pass, did you? No. Yeah? No, pork belly. Pork belly. The second one, the giant worm like monsters hungry for human flesh. Pork shoulder. Okay. <laughs> and Jack Swigger was the Jimmy Swaggart story. Well, yeah. I think. Three for three? Yeah. And you know, I forgot to tell uh, our winner. <gasps> Jamie. Oh, Jamie. She's going to win movie passes to see the Boss Baby family business. Yeah, girl. Via Fandango Now gift cards valid Ooh. for the purchase of the four movie tickets at a local theater of her choice. Well, this, I kind of, I don't know. Okay, you got to go through the answers. I know. I kind of. Didn't want to make it super hard, but I don't want to make it super easy. The current Showtime series that none of us are watching, apparently, is called City on a Hill. Oh. City on a Hill. City on a Hill. The second one, the movie with the giant worms, was Tremors. Oh, right. I said Anaconda. What, you only get one? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And the last one was Apollo 13, where he played command module pilot Jack Swigert. So there you uh, go. I win, you lose. 
I'm a winner, you're a loser. I'm assuming that none of us would be good. Well, I, I used to be pretty good at this game, the game Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I don't think so. Although, I think the Six Degrees helps. Because, but his, his filmography... I don't know if it's that expansive. Well, I don't know. Or maybe he's been in a lot of movies like, say, JFK or a few right. Good Men. Yes, he was in that one uh, in the name of the first in the in the, in the something in the a first. lot of great supporting situations. Yeah. And then yeah. and, in, and in doing those, he's with a lot of other people like, yes. you know, and you're like, oh, and that's what Tom makes Cruise the six degrees work yeah, so exactly. well. You know, I was doing some Kevin Bacon research last night. He's never been nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. And he was nominated, he, I guess in 09, he won some a Golden Globe and a SAG and was nominated for an Emmy. And I was going to ask you this question, but none of us would have known it, um, for a HBO show called Taking Chance. Oh, my gosh. Do we, want, is that the, uh, do we have a tiebreaker? We have a tiebreaker. Why don't the we do it just for fun? Was, if you're hearing this song in a movie, what Footloose. Footloose. taking place? Well, describe the action. Dancing. Yes. Be more specific. Uh, um, dancing in water. <laughs> dancing in a gymnasium. Close. He's dancing around like a warehouse. He's a good dancer. Swinging from the rafters. But he's not kicking the water? He might be kicking water. Yeah, let's give Steve the point for that. Yeah, I'll take okay, it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Jamie. Yeah. Our last piece of advice for you, I think, going into this reunion yes. is you tell people when they ask about your life, I think you tell them that you've recently hit it big in crypto, cryptocurrency. Oh, God. <laughs> and then you can say literally anything else that you say after that, you will seem right. They won't be able to question you. It'll be really, really cool. Okay. Um, sure. I'm just hoping nobody asks about that. I just want to drunk and talk about the old times yeah do it girl okay. <laughs> right, go. Oh, get him. i tried jamie all right jamie uh, be safe have a good time okay we love you thank you for listening all right love yeah. you too. bye jamie i'll go get her info uh, for her boss baby tickets and you guys do your thing okay here it comes time for a tip what everybody on the show is getting tipsy everybody on the show getting tipsy everybody on the show getting tipsy helping you to live more easily this is a fun one, okay? These are five household items that you might be using incorrectly. Oh, okay. Okay, plungers, okay? I do. What do you mean? Uh, it's tough to plunge. You got to put your weight into it and just go, count to 11. No, but sometimes <laughs> that's difficult because if the water is already so high. No, you got to catch it before. Well, it must be nice, Donna. Some of us don't. And a kid comes out and is like, hey. Oh, sure. And then it's to the top. And then you have to be really gentle as you do it. But you also need, and I think a rapid pump yep. is important. Pump, 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 yeah. pump, pump, pump. Oh, okay, so for and... toilets, you need the kind with a phalange at the end that fits into the opening at the bottom of the bowl. Of course. I don't think I have those. So it's like a double-tiered thing. Yeah, it's imagine there's like the big circle part and then there's an inner circle, circle part. that is raised I need by to go about get those. two inches. <sighs> Put it on medium... What? <laughs> at another tip and I go put it on medium high heat <laughs> <laughs> so not the plunger anymore uh, no no okay. but, but uh, or get one of those bellows plungers that look like an accordion oh they just got bellows a lot of plungers I guess 
Um, and I don't like that people assume that if you're using a plunger that you like you know <laughs> destroyed I mean? the place. Yeah, like it could just be pee and toilet paper or mm-hmm. something's already, you know. OK, I'm looking at the Bellows plunger. I get it now. Yeah. Instead, they're just like Donna figures. Rude. It's tough. to Yeah, well, it's just that's the only thing. But everybody gets it, too. Do you know we once had a friend come over? Oh, no. And we, we had a situation. Oh, yeah, I get it now, too. And okay. then this friend helped us oh, yeah. unclog our toilet. What a friend. I mean, it was a real hands-dirty situation. Hey, uh, you know, stuff happens. We're all humans. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just pee. Maybe. toilet paper, says Donna Valentine. Well, most of the time it is. Rude, Steve. Don't you make that face at me <laughs> just, like I'm lying. It's Sometimes not... it is. You just don't have a great, you know, plumbing. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Oh. All right. Okay. Let's, you have one more tip you yeah, can squeeze no, I'm in? I'm not done. I've got 30 seconds. Stainless steel pans. Most people don't know that you can season them like a skillet. So they're easier to clean. Just coat the inside with oil. Put it on medium-high heat for a few minutes. Let it cool down and dump the extra oil out. Phone chargers. You don't want to leave it plugged in all night because it's hard on the battery. And because as soon as the power dips, it starts to trickle charge. (gasps) Well, how about that? Trickle charge. Yeah, that's how the toilet got (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) All right, fine. (laughs) Oh, Can gosh. I just tell you this? About- what happened in there? It was an Ontario dump. <laughs> That's a deep cut. <laughs> the drawer under your oven. A lot of people think it's for storing pans, but look close. It might be a broiler or a warming drawer. Oh, that's to- interesting. Toilet paper rolls gosh, should go over, not under. Over, not Always, under. Always, yes. That was the original intention. And re and uh, redo it. If you're at a friend's house and it's wrong, do it right. And then just put a little note oh, that I says, do. do better. I know. Is right. that, I mean, is this just the OCD thing? Because I don't care. No, Rocco. Rocco, you'll know. If Why? someone puts it under, you're like, oh, oh these gosh. people, am Rolls I right? Rolls off the wrong way. You oh. get carpal yeah, tunnel. Yeah. Unless you have a cat, you have no excuse. Bye. All right, I gotta go. When we come back, uh, we've got some entertainment news coming your way. The latest in the Britney saga. Every day there is a new detail. Mm. This time, Britney's mother gets involved. Donna's got that story coming up next on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. What's your problem today? You're just really weird today. I just enjoy myself. I don't, even know myself. The, I Why don't do you like hate it. Happiness. I enjoy happiness. Trying to have a little fun. It's just tough to gauge day to day. You know, never know what's happening. Why are you always in a mood? <laughs> <laughs> Lounge singer Donna. Yeah. That's what we should do for oh. a nice TikTok. Hannah would like that. Oh, sure. We'll you do know, it. Like, clang, clang, clang goes the trolley. Britney Spears is on stage. She's been on stage like in Vegas, whereas you would be more of the Vegas lobby singer. I would be in the buffet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Saturday. Telling people to enjoy the buffet. But I could see you doing a bunch of current hit songs, but with your, boy, when you sing them, they so have this vibe. Hey. That, a lot of that smooth like butter. It just really robs the song of all its joy. 
How about Project Down and Dirty Vegas Lounge? Lounge I love it. Oh, yeah. I really want to do like a sitcom or something fun. You know, like a... We had a great idea for Project Down and Dirty. We have a great idea. It actually comes from a friend of mine. Let's talk about Britney Spears first. Okay, here we go. And then we'll give you our idea for Project Down and Dirty. Okay, so we know that Britney does not want a conservatorship Mm -hmm. at all because we heard what she said before the judge, right? Then we heard that Bessemer Bessemer Trust bailed out of representing her, managing her money. Yes. Then we heard that Larry, Larry Rudolph, Rudolph, Larry, her longtime manager, stepped down. Then we heard that her court-appointed attorney stepped down. Sheesh. Today, the story is Britney Spears' mother, Lynn Spears, has filed court documents. This was yesterday requesting permission for Britney to hire her own lawyer amid her conservatorship battle. So Lynn has never had a formal role in this situation, but she is considered a quote-unquote interested party. And so she is petitioning the court, asking them to listen to the wishes of her daughter, which of course in in includes her being able to hire her own private counsel, not a court-appointed counsel. Uh, So that's the latest. Um, The lawyer, uh, I'm just trying to see if there was anything else that I missed. Do we get a ruling next? Is it next week? Uh, That's a really good question. We'll find out if the conservatorship is going to continue. I mean, how hard-pressed would this judge be? whoever is presiding over this case, to continue the conservatorship. It, I think this is going to get bigger than than what it is right now, if that's the case. Her mom is saying that <clears throat> she's able to care for herself. She's been able to care for herself for many years. And um, so she just went on to request changes going forward. Right. Um, she wants the conservatorship to be terminated terminated without Brittany having to go through more evaluation. She also wants Brittany to be able to get married if she wants to and have a baby if she wants to. And um, yeah, it's just so heartbreaking to listen to, to Brittany Spears talk about deserving to have a life and that she's been working nonstop since she was a kid until recently because she doesn't want to work with her father yeah as a conservator there's no way they keep it there's no way i can't keep it right give a girl a break yeah i guess it's just really hard to get out of them well and you haven't i'm sure there's more to the story than meets the eye Mm -hmm. i'm sure and i'm sure there is some element of another side of the story that we don't know about and how the conservator conservatorship originally came to be and why it was in place and maybe i don't i don't know i can't get there I can't. I was going to say maybe there are reasons that are still ongoing that we don't know about. But again, you can't. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Nobody is saying anything out loud. Like, okay, here's the deal. Brittany has been diagnosed with this, and it, and she's been spending money on ridiculous things that are going to be harmful to her. Nobody's saying anything from that side as to why they need to keep this in place. And you can't it say. Sounds like a money grab. And you cannot say, look, you can go out, you can perform high-pressure high, press, uh, high pressure job, 
People are going to be watching. The demands are high. You can perform in Vegas in a residency. We just can't let you pick out the cabinet colors. Yeah. You just none of it. None of it makes sense. It doesn't. And so I don't know if the judge is looking for it. It's not like you've heard any public outcry opposite of free Britney. You know, there's almost this no. jury, this panel of public opinion. Exactly. I don't know that the judge is weighing that or just looking at it strictly from a legal perspective. I'm sure. But still, that would give you a little more confidence in your decision. I would yeah. Think. Yeah. I just just want to see her win. Now, we move to um, our semi-annual petitioning of management Mm -hmm. to listen to us when it comes to an idea for Project Down and Dirty, because presumably this October, um, right around there, I would imagine, we will be doing a Project Down and Dirty in person again. That's my guess. Oh, man. So if it happens... Don't you get anxiety, too? Yeah, my chest gets tight. Yeah, I get butterflies, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't, I just, it's... It's so scary. But we have a great idea that one of your friends came up with. Yes. And that we just want to say publicly so that maybe management takes it. Yeah. So the idea is to work with some local filmmakers and put on... The My Talk Film Festival. Yes. So we we create a film. Yes. Directed by whomever. Dur up. Dur up. And then we sell tickets to the movie. Yes, queen. In a theater. Yes, queen. A local theater. Yes, queen. And prior to that, mm-hmm. we walk the red carpet. Yes, queen. And then we sit down for the um, the show. And I would go so far as to say, if you really wanted to differentiate it, you could, where it could even be, because of all of the wonderful actors that we have access to here in the Twin Cities, individual shows could have their individual short films. It's a short film festival, so yes. you don't have to put together an hour and a half thing. Yeah. Each person, each show does 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. And then we get up and talk in between. Here's what we lose. like shooting this, blah, blah, blah. And now the movie from Jason and Alexis. Right. Something like that does exist. I've been part of it. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but there's something called the 48-hour film 48-hour film festival. Oh. Yeah. A weekend to write, oh, I direct, love it. act, and a film and edit it, and then you show it like Monday night or whatever. Yes. And uh, that'd be super fun. Each show, really fun. Would, each show would, you know put together a short film and over their three days. I mean, yeah. Yes. We work with a mentor like we always do. Yeah. We do the, um, Go what do writing rewrites, the reunion show prior to could be, you know, in a, a room just for VIPs yes. who buy that. So many things. What are we doing here? I don't know. Nobody's listening. <laughs> Is this thing on? I saw management walking through. Sometimes management looks pretty serious around these parts. Oh no. Yeah, yesterday we were being goofballs. Yeah. And I told right. Steve that our boss hated him. Yeah. And it didn't go over as a funny joke. Because then Steve told our boss that I said that. And he was just like, okay. Yeah. Like, move he, along. He walked by in a power suit today. Mm. Yeah. Not a good sitch. No. Uh-uh. All right. Well, good talking to you guys. It I'm going to go. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's, uh, it's only 11. Oh, shoot. Yeah, we're on till noon. We're on till noon. We got all sorts of great okay. stuff coming your way. Stick with us. A dirt alert coming up here. At the top of the hour, courtesy of Rocco. Also, the Woodstock 99 documentary trailer is out. We'll take a listen to that. And then, boy, two big music stars got into a fight at a party. A big celebrity party. Tell you who. Next.